0: everybody and welcome to 2020 and a new episode of the Game Managers Podcast where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football every week. My name is Nick Norris. I am a writer for a number of websites and publications and with me as always are my great friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight. Hey guys. And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. Hello. Fellas, it is World War III's Eve. How you feeling?
1: I'm feeling like people should uh. settle down. <laughs> the,
0: the draft is coming up, so we got to get these episodes out so that uh, all our fellow in- infantrymen will have something to listen to in the trenches. <laughs> and it's a good thing because we have a lot of news this week. We usually don't have much news up top, but this week we do. Uh, so first of all, I just want to say Auburn basketball 13-0. and
1: Yeah, baby.
0: After their win over at Mississippi State. 80 to 68. They'll move on to Vanderbilt uh, later in the week. Yep. Tell us a little bit about this team, Justin. What you've seen out of them? Uh,
1: well, today I thought it would probably be the first loss because conference play brings in a whole new ball game. And Auburn sh- struggled on the road, especially at Mississippi State. I think I saw a stat they were like two and 18 at Mississippi State. So, well, we and we struggled. We struggled in the first half. It was Auburn was up only 29 24. Didn't hit a single three. But the good thing is defense was really well, and uh, Mississippi State was struggling too. But then the second half came around; and they scored fifty-one points. They hit, I think they hit like six threes in the second half, and it's just you have five seniors on a team, and they were all on that team last year that made it to the Final Four. So they have a lot of experience, and I think today showed that they're really cool and calm in scenarios like this. And I think this team can go far away. Uh, especially in the uh, tournament, too. But we'll see. you know, get a long conference play, and that's usually when you're going to figure out who the best teams are in the country. So, But I really like what I've seen so far, and I look forward to Vanderbilt. Where do you think
0: this uh, team's going to jump in the rankings? We're sitting at eight right now.
1: Yeah, and there's a couple teams in front of them that lost, so there's a good chance they could reach the top five. But I don't know if they will or not. If they don't, I think i could see them going up to six. Where do you think that first Which is, loss is going to come? Do you think it'll come to
0: well, just the I next three games? You've got be Vanderbilt, Georgia, Alabama. And Then right after that, Florida, South Carolina. A lot of SEC play all right there.
1: I think it'll either be Alabama or Florida. One of those two.
0: Well, Alabama shouldn't be a problem for them, but I
1: guess because well, of their rivalry, maybe it will be. I don't know. We'll Alabama see. played uh, Florida really tough on the road today. They played them double overtime and had a good shot of winning. So Blew a 21-point lead, I believe, is what Aaron told they, me earlier. They did. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, it's yeah, awesome. Alabama should have won, so it'll be a tough game, which, I mean, it always is going to Tuscaloosa just because it's a rivalry game. But, yeah, it'll either be Alabama or um, –
0: uh Florida speaking of Alabama but, Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa this decision is coming on the 6th just a couple days away it'll be the day it'll be tomorrow when this comes out uh what do you guys think his uh he's going to be telling the media
2: uh I kept thinking that he kept teasing like he was coming back but the more and more I hear everybody's reasoning for why he should go, the uh, the more clear I think it is that he's going to be leaving just because he doesn't have near as much competition this year in the draft, whereas next year he'll have more. And right now he's still projected by multiple sources to still go in the first round, and that's a lot of money hey, to turn down. So. Todd
1: McShay has him going fourth overall to the Dolphins still.
2: Yeah, something like that. So, uh, so I don't know I mean, about that, but
1: yeah, are you the dolphins? The dolphins love him. They don't care if he was on, if both of the his legs were broken, they'd still pick him.
2: Well, that's good because they pretty much put it over. <laughs> Yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: I have um, a feeling he's coming back. I don't know. I, it's just he's been teasing it so much. I feel like you would be kind of. Not disrespectful. It's his choice. It's not disrespectful at all. It's not the word I'm looking for. But it would be kind of a a, a, a tease, almost like a joke if he didn't. After all he's posted on social media.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think with some of the other players returning, too, maybe that's a sign that he's coming back. But I don't know, because at this point it's just a personal decision. And if I'm still projected to go top ten... Do not run around and risk another season of getting hurt after I've been hurt my sophomore and junior years? You know, to pass up on money like that, I don't think I would. But I don't know. With other people coming back, I think he might be coming back as well.
2: Hey, Today was the first day that several guys announced that they were leaving. Yeah, yeah Jerry Judy um, and
1: uh, one
0: of your Jennifer tackles. Wills, uh, Jr. Yeah. yeah, right tackle. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah All-American, uh, Jerry Judy, and then. Jr., those are both gonna be big losses, but Alabama's offensive line is gonna be A OK because they've got a lot of guys coming back as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and, Dylan Moses also still. is yeah. coming back too. He got his uh, the, the insurance he desired. He had told he had initially said he's coming back, then he said he posted a letter from his lawyer saying, Well, let's let's make sure I get the insurance I want first. Saban yeah.
1: got it for him, so he will be coming back as well. Also I guess we still have to wait and see what Devontae Smith and Ruggs are going to do. Because mm-hmm. they still a good chance they declare for the draft, so we'll see. I believe that 2 is think...
0: announcing his decision on Twitter, but if he was to do it live, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if all three of those guys went out there at, at the same time.
2: That's what I was going to say. Is I think he might have said that specific date so that they could all think it over and then all of them announce at the same time.
0: Yeah. I would not be surprised if you hear from all three of them tomorrow. Um, On Auburn's side of the ball, uh, cornerback Noah Justin. Help me out with this last name. I always mess it up. ig Yeah, he is declared for the draft. Uh, And then also, uh, I don't know if you've heard this, Justin. This was pretty recent, but uh, backup quarterback Will Appleton has entered the transfer portal, according to some reports. Uh, Not a surprise. Yeah, so... uh, he will be looking to see where he's going to play 2020. That doesn't necessarily mean he's leaving. It just means he's, he's definitely considering it. Yeah. Um,
1: no surprise there.
2: Yeah.
0: Aaron, do you know what time it is?
2: Uh, I reckon Twitter news. Twitter,
3: Twitter news. Playoffs. What are you about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs. I just hope we can win a game.
0: It really doesn't matter what you think.
2: You play to win the game. You play to win the game. <clears throat> all right. The first one's by Clay Travis. Says So Auburn's love affair with Gus Malzon lasted one half. They're back to hating him. Most bipolar relationship between a coach and a fan base in all of college football.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> he, he does everything he can to, uh, to keep hanging on, not, <laughs> not a thing more.
2: Three-year Letterman, Gus Malzahn's ability to do exactly what it takes to avoid getting fired and not a millimeter more should be an inspiration to every American worker.
0: <laughs> I, I firmly believe that if he had lost the Iron Bowl and then lost this bowl, he would be gone. I think that oh, one game yeah, saved him. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah,
2: so. They said Chad Morris wouldn't have much of an influence on this game, but we look like Arkansas already. Oh. <laughs> that, that was coming from Drunk Albie. That's
1: rough. Drunk Albie, because that's a great tweet. At this point, I'd rather have Chad Morris calling plays than Gus. <laughs> um,
2: David Hookstead said Jim Harbaugh calling a timeout against Alabama with one second left so that Shea Patterson can end his college career with an interception that is so Michigan that it hurts.
0: (laughs) That's something I can't wait to talk about is Jim Harbaugh and Shea Patterson and Michigan's disappointment with both of those two guys. (laughs) Yeah, really. It's going to be fun to talk about here in a little bit.
2: PJ Fleck has an eleven win season at a Big Ten school before Harbaugh does. That's
0: that is insane. I mean that's absolutely disgusting if you're a Michigan fan.
1: I mean Minnesota. Nobody's probably heard of them having a football team until this year. And they get eleven wins. Yeah. Thanks to Auburn, no less. (laughs) We'll get into that. that Yeah, you can thank Go go Gophers, baby. You can thank Auburn for UCF and Minnesota.
2: Alabama just finished off their ninth straight 11th win season. For perspective, Georgia has 11 11 win seasons all time. Florida has nine. LSU has eight. Tennessee has eight. Auburn has six. Missouri has four. Texas A&M has four. Arkansas has three. Kentucky only has one. And South Carolina has three. Old Miss, Mississippi State, and Vandy all have zero. <laughs> and Alabama just got their ninth
1: straight. Yeah, hey, we saw two from Auburn this decade, so. Yeah, that's true.
0: So before that, it was only four. So I mean, I think that people forget that this kind of is the golden age of Auburn football, whether you want to believe that or not. It's, I mean, they've had, historically, they've had their best run yet.
2: Yeah. That's all I got. I just thought that was interesting how crazy that is. Yeah,
0: it is. Well, thank you, Aaron. I want to start out talking about the Alabama-Michigan game, uh, if that's all right with you boys. All righty. hmm So uh, this was a 35-16 win for Alabama. Started out uh, an opening drive. Uh, Michigan went three and out. And then on the opening play for Alabama's offense, it was a pass from Mac Jones to Jerry Judy. I
2: thought on the initial kickoff that it was going to get ugly. Yeah. That uh, Alabama was going to really, really drop the ball, and then when they went three and out, and then we scored the first time, I had so much more hope. But it just, it just, it just went stale. It was real slow after that. It's not what I expected. Yeah,
0: it it was it was very much so. So. Uh, that came. That touchdown came on a 85-yard bomb <laughs> to Jerry Judy. Uh, but then Michigan answers with 13 points straight on the board. That's when I started thinking like, mm, maybe, maybe they need to. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. But it, immediately after that it was Alabama. Uh, Saban scored late in the game as a big, uh, what I took as a big screw you to Harbaugh for his <laughs> recent anti-SEC comments. He can't beat the tutors. It was hard to beat the tutors. Whatever he said, um, that and the many of he said a lot of uh, negative SEC things recently. Which that's you know, that's part of his job. Uh,
1: yeah, they just went seven and two in bowl games. So
0: yeah, <laughs> um, ended of course ended with Harbaugh calling that timeout for say Patterson to throw a pick. Of course, it didn't stand as a pick, but it absolutely should have. It was he was in bounds.
2: Yeah, definitely should have.
0: Uh, But overall, I'm just going to go over some of the stats here. Shea Patterson, 17 for 37, 233 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. And for Mac Jones, 16 to 25, 327 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. I know he has amazing talent around him, and he would look completely different if those guys wasn't around him. But, I mean, he did everything he needed to do this game. So
1: I was pleased with his performance.
2: Yeah, he, I mean, he's still playing good. Yeah,
1: I Not think he'll be fine, especially depending on uh, what wide receivers come back next season if Tua wasn't the comeback.
0: Yeah, hopefully we'll have that information for the next episode. We, but it, I mean, they could wait a while before they, now, before they announce the inch.
1: the interesting thing is, do you think Mac Jones would transfer if Tua comes back?
0: That is interesting. I think there's an opportunity for a lot of guys to transfer if Tua comes back. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if any of the backups transferred. Uh, on the rushing side of the ball, uh, Najee Harris had a good game, 24 carries, 136 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he, You know, he he didn't get all the uh, attention that some of the former backs at Alabama has gotten just because of these, this high-powered offense with those receivers, but he's been a, a workhorse for this team, uh, even if it has been in the shadows a little bit throughout the year.
1: Yeah, he'll be a first, second-round pick for sure.
0: And, uh, yeah, so Alabama looks solid. I did not expect them to play this well. I thought for sure Michigan is going to come in and beat them just because they wouldn't be excited for it. But they uh, they took care of business, 35-16. to 16, That's I mean, that's a bit of a handling, so... <coughs>
2: Thank God we did.
0: He wouldn't have heard the end of it. No, as, as much as we have ragged Harbaugh in Michigan this year, good. Yeah. Oh my God, I did not want that to happen. So Michigan nine and four didn't reach ten wins this year. Of course, what does this, what does this say, this loss in particular in this season say about uh,
1: Harbaugh at Michigan? He's just another Gus Malzahn. I don't even think he'll he's do that. He'll do enough just to. I mean, but we got to think about where Michigan was before he came. They sucked. I mean, yeah. they were awful. And he well, said, think about what, where for,
0: Auburn was before Malzahn came. They just yeah, came off, it, a, what, a three-win season?
1: Yeah, and then you had the one season where make it to the national championship and then – but the the problem with him is he's so sporadic, you don't know what you're going to get from At least you know from Harbaugh you're going to get nine wins. <laughs> Malzahn.
2: And I lost to Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs>
1: At least Malzon, you, know, you never know. You might get seven wins one year and 11 the next year. You just don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, they're not going to fire him, and I don't think they should fire him. No, they're not. But um, I've said it before. I've Cut his salary. He makes too much money for the results he gets. He produces. does. I know you can't just change somebody's contract willy nilly, but find a way. If not, don't. If you decide to give an extension, which is fine, just make it less. Do everybody a favor. Do your students a favor. Stop making them pay for it. <laughs> um, that's all I really have to say about this game. I mean, it was it was a a kicking of Michigan, and uh, yeah. I would
1: go ahead. I was just I was just agreeing with you. I
0: will say that I I found the uh, the late touchdown, Alabama's late touchdown interesting because that's not something Saban typically does. He almost always takes a knee, even if it's on the one yard line. Um, so I think there might be a little bad blood between those coaches, but that's total
1: speculation. I wouldn't be surprised they had bad blood. Well, I'm Justin would
2: very happy we scored that last touchdown.
0: Oh yeah, I was it was it was fun to watch. I think all of the college football world enjoyed watching that. So <laughs> there's not many Jim Harbaugh fans these days, so I uh No. Well, Justin, you got any questions for us? How about it's time for a
1: little Night Needs to Know. Night Needs to Know. Probably with some of the stuff you've done before, I probably wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if I put (laughs)
2: ashes in cookies and fed them to you?
1: Yeah, because it was some day for the SEC again. That yep, that might make sense then. I guess just I back that sense <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to know how it makes sense. Now this is looking like a bad idea. Oh gosh, I gotta think of some questions. Um, cause there's not much going. <laughs> I'm just there ain't much going on. Um, you're telling me you don't have these prepared, Joseph? Is- uh, I never have this- these prepared. Um. Oh. All right, so the way the season ended for Auburn, do you think Gus will make it another season without getting fired? I think he's got um, at least one more year, maybe
0: two. So I don't expect him to get fired in 2020. And um, at least I don't expect him to get fired in the regular season of 2020. Yeah. He may get fired immediately after the Iron Bowl if it's like a thumping or something. But I'm going to say if he – loses more than if he loses four games or more, he's done.
1: Yeah.
2: How many uh years does he have left on his contract? Like
1: four. Four or five I think. <clears throat> he's still got two years. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't surprise yeah, at all. I yeah. And with the talent he's still gonna have next year too on this team. There's just I think that's the frustrating thing is knowing the talent that he usually has, um, now he's going to have an experienced quarterback, playing a lot of teams that, I mean if Tua leaves, you won't have Tua, you won't have Burrow, From might not even be there, you're going to be playing a lot of teams that don't have an experienced quarterback, so, I mean you have that at least going your way, so I don't know, we'll see. Alright, Uh, final question, so with LSU you'll have Joe Burrow gone after the season, and then Georgia and Alabama, you could be losing Tua from Alabama and then Fromm from Georgia. So, which one of those teams do you think has the best shot with a new QB to win the SEC championship?
0: I think it's Alabama. Um, If Fields had stayed at Georgia, I think they'd have a much better shot. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't expect Fields.
1: I think Fields would be starting this year.
0: Yeah, he should have been. Um, I don't expect to see that much improvement out of Georgia, and I expect to see a uh, a, a bit of a, a dip for LSU, especially if they lose Joe Burrow and Jer- Joe Brady. I don't yeah. expect to see great things out of them next year. I think they'll be a solid SEC West com- uh, contender, but um, not necessarily a serious one.
2: Um. Yeah, to win an SEC championship, I, yeah, I guess I'd go with Alabama because even if 2 leaves, because we'd be getting our defensive back for the most for the most part, and um, LSU would be having a dip. Uh, is Callum Mon coming back to Texas A&M? He is. So I don't think Texas A&M's going to improve that much. I don't either. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think – and I think Florida will beat Georgia next year depending on the quarterback play. Um, I do. Yeah, I do so, too. So, yeah, I'll, I'll probably go with Alabama still.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he, he's going to need to get that win because you don't get hired at Florida to win just ten games. You get hired to win those games and beat Georgia. So, I expect yeah. to see uh, – I you would hope to see that, them get at least one win in the – It'll be the third year, I believe, for Dan Mullen. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. So. If, yeah. If Dan Mullen doesn't beat Georgia this coming season, you think he'll be on the hot seat? No. Um hmm.
0: I don't think he'll be on the hot seat. I think he's he's helped that program get back there. If they just got to take that next step, I I think he's got a a, a few more seasons to get there.
3: Hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. That's all I need to know. Well, all Those right. Thank awful. you, Justin. Another.
0: Well, thank you. I was going to say great, but uh, awful segment. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Let's talk about something that was awful. No, of, uh, no. in the no, uh, yes, Outback No, Auburn.
2: I have questions myself. Oh, so, okay, yeah. Since
0: I'm sorry, there's no, there's no such thing as a Patterson needs to know. It's so a Napa needs to know. Uh, so I've already thought about it. Oh, okay. So it's okay.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. because um, I knew this loser would be um unprepared, so. I'm just kidding. I mean, I used to am know so. That. I actually expected more from you, Justin. You let us all down. Okay. <laughs> um, well, what you, would y'all think? You don't have to
1: kill my spirit like what that. You're really the Jim Harbaugh of this podcast. <laughs> Oof.
2: Yeah. What would y'all think if Mississippi State went and hired Q Freeze?
1: I would love Ooh. it. Oh I would goodness. too. I'd love it so much. Just imagine, yeah, him and Lane Kiffin going at it each year.
2: Oh, that would be
1: that'd be fun. Funny.
0: It'd be oh that'd be so funny. And I I feel pretty strongly that he'd do a better job at Mississippi State than old than Lane Kiffin will do at Ole Miss as well. Yeah, so, probably. Well, yeah.
2: yeah. Do you think like Joe Moorhead should have got fired?
1: Uh, uh, I tell you what, Mississippi State had a short leash. I was surprised yeah. they fired him. I mean I understand going what they go this year, six and seven?
2: Uh yeah.
1: I mean, I can understand with, I mean, they, they went 8-5 and five last year, and then you're expecting, you know, about the same season or maybe a little improvement, and you just dip from that. But I don't know, I wouldn't, you don't, I guess you don't really expect that from a team like Mississippi State. You would think maybe they'd leave him for his whole contract. Because how long was his contract? Don't know. Y'all know? Yeah. So, I don't know, that kind of surprised me. So, I guess we'll see who they go try to hire now. I don't I don't really know who they're going to try to hire. Maybe a a UAB's coach if he wants to leave. I don't know. That'd be a good hire. Mm -hmm.
2: I personally don't think they should have fired him. I don't really get why they did. They're in not only a conference but a division where you play one, two, three, what should have been four ranked teams, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, they won't ever make it to an SEC championship
2: game. He was only there for two years. Didn't even get his own class through. Um, yeah, he won the Egg Bowl both years and went to a bowl. Yep. So, I mean, I, you gotta give, gotta give the man at least another year or two. Yeah, I don't. know. Yeah. Yeah, without, I mean, it's not like he um, just bombed. He just hit the marks that he was supposed something... to, and didn't even get a chance to go any further?
1: Yeah. Unless there's something else going on that we don't know,
2: yeah, that's the only his, thing. Uh, his losses
1: of. this year: thirty-one to twenty-four to Kansas State.
2: That was the big one that I think Auburn. Uh, he was supposed to win, but even even yeah, Kansas State, right I believe, home. ended up being ranked. So,
1: yeah, they went. They played. They lost to Navy by three in the bowl game. So, yeah. they lost twenty to
0: ten to Tennessee, thirty-six to thirteen to LSU, forty-nine to thirty to Texas A&M. And that's what hurt, was you had all four of those losses back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back, all strung up in a roll, break it up with a, a win over Arkansas, and then another loss to Alabama, uh, 38-7, to and then, of course, the loss in the bowl game to Louisville, 38-28. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was surprised it happened.
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: in my... We had heard rumblings about it for a few a couple weeks now, but I, I wasn't really anticipating it, but... Um, yeah, it probably wasn't a fair fire, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it'll it all come down to who they hire. If they just had somebody really good that we don't know about, and they fired him for that reason, I'll say I'll speak differently. But I, from what I understand, that's not the case. Yeah.
2: Um, my last thing is, what do y'all think about Felipe Frank's transferring? Do you think he'll? Where do you think he'll go? Anywhere of any importance at all?
1: No, nowhere of I think importance. It'll, I think it'll be like a uh, Conference USA team, something like that, something small. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: FAU, something like that. I, I don't yeah. anticipate it. Somewhere, be...
1: somewhere where he knows he'll be the starter without a challenge, mm-hmm. and to where he can just get another year of play. I was
2: surprised to hear that he was first offered a scholarship in um, uh, like 8th grade or whatever. And, uh, yeah, he's crazy. awful. I would have never thought that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, someone said uh, he might go to Kansas because he has ties to Les Miles because Les oh. Miles offered him.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Les Miles that would be... probably appreciate it if he did come by. Uh, yeah, that yeah, would it be probably, a, would, probably a, a best decision. I mean,
2: I don't watch much Kansas football, but I don't, I don't know that Felipe frank well, is. They're not very
1: good. Yeah, so I think he'd start. I mean, he'd probably he start. Be quite bad.
2: If he started at Florida, he probably would, but I mean. Yeah, yeah, he
1: absolutely would. He
2: definitely shouldn't have started in Florida, so no, I don't know. All right, that's all. That's
0: all. all. Right. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you for that. How about we get into this Auburn-Minnesota game? Mm, how about the we The Bowl. Auburn was playing for a Bloomin' Onion-Minnesota <laughs> For some uh, coconut shrimp. No one those likes coconut m- shrimp. No one likes coconut shrimp. Everyone coconut was wanting Auburn to win. One. So we could go get that blooming onion.
2: I'd much rather have coconut shrimp. What are you talking about? It, even though they're playing for this. I'm not a. No.
0: The blooming, over the blooming onion? Yeah,
2: it's an onion. Over shrimp. It's good. It's delicious. It's, it's completely okay. Shrimp. You
0: get like four of them.
2: They're okay. Over an onion? <laughs> It's just an onion. It's just
0: an Auburn hater. That's what it is. That's what it comes down
2: to. It's literally an onion. He is an onion. Well, hater.
0: don't worry about it because uh, they won the uh, the coconut shrimp 31 to well, 24 for Auburn in the When can we bowl. go get this
2: coconut
0: shrimp? I'm pretty sure it was on the game. Well, that's so, <laughs> uh, so uh So, I'm going to just give some background for this game, that I'm going to get you to give your opinion on it, Justin. So okay. it looked like it started out really great. Uh, Davis g- picked him off a pass and on, on the, the third play of the game and returned it to Minnesota's on 12-yard line. But, uh, and guess swim. what we
1: got out of it? <laughs> a field goal. Yep,
0: yeah, the offense uh, showed their first sign of struggling, which is going to be a long trim throughout the game. Held him to a field goal. Um, Minnesota answered with a field goal. Then Noah... Give me the last name Justin again. Igbinoga. <laughs> he answered with a 96-yard kick return touchdown. So that was pretty big. Hey, hey. Minnesota uh, ran it in later. Then it
1: went all downhill from there.
0: Yeah, that's where, it, for some reason, Minnesota got all the momentum off that 96-yard kick return because <laughs> uh, they ran it in for a 16-yard touchdown. Um, and this and uh, the defense didn't play too well. This is kind of the uh, theme throughout Oof. the game. This yeah. is, that play was going to kind of realize, like, oh, this what's going on with the defense? 16 yards, that's Jim. And uh, they did look, the defense did look better in the second half, but um, not enough. They didn't look good enough. And ultimately, I think the final score for this looked better than what the actual result on the field was because Auburn was kind of manhandled the whole game. Like, they were always in it, but no, nobody believed at least I didn't believe they had a really a chance so,
1: to blow yeah, it Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know what Gus tells his team in bowl games, but apparently it's nothing good because <laughs> he's 2-5 and five now. He's, all of his five losses have come in January bowl games, so you don't want to be playing a January bowl game. You need to be playing a sucky bowl game. That's not the playoffs, of course. <laughs> um, you need to be playing one that doesn't matter in early December for him to win one like the Birmingham Ball oh he'll win you that one <laughs> Tennessee
0: winning that one this year was that the Birmingham Bowl? no that was, no. Sh- that was the Cincinnati they were both named after Bowl. taxes yeah, yeah Cincinnati whipped Boston College one was College the study. tax slayer and one was like the tax kings or something I can't remember that, I got them confused the
1: Birmingham Ball was the ticket smarter ticket smarter yeah, they, yeah whatever
0: there's a bunch of tax
1: ones yeah but, yeah, I don't know what he tells his team because, and these announcers were like, oh, this isn't a problem of motivation. Well, I don't know what it was because this is the worst defensive performance all year, and this was Gus's eighth worst offensive performance as a coach. <laughs> so and we had yeah. 232 total yards, and what bothers me is I have no idea. This offense doesn't have an identity. One moment they're throwing the ball all over the place, and then the next they're trying to run it up the middle. Next play, next play. Hey, let's guess what's coming? Oh, mm-hmm. run up the middle. We had like four rushing yards in the first half. <laughs> and from what I remember, when Auburn doesn't run for 120 rushing yards, we ain't winning. Yeah. So I don't I don't remember. I think we had like 60 or 70 rushing yards. I don't know what it was. Yeah, the, the team but,
0: had 56. Whitlow was held to 24 yeah. on nine rushes.
1: Yeah, nine rushes. Why is he only getting the ball nine times? Please explain to me. And then Seth Williams only had, like, two catches. Yeah. So the offense doesn't—it makes no sense. And
0: what's so strange then, is Minnesota had a, a field day running the ball. They had 215
1: yards yeah. rushing. Um, yeah, their O-line did a good job blocking a uh, double team Brown and holding off everybody else. But, you know, once again, um, like Auburn had a huge stop on defense and when it was tw- tied at 24 on, like, fourth and inches, and they stopped them. And then guess what the offense does? They go three and out. Don't do anything. So we punt the ball back, and Minnesota scores on the first play. It's just stuff like that when Auburn, that's like a huge momentum shift. And then what does the offense do? Farts it away. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I hate seeing it every year because you know what you're going to get in a bowl game. You... (laughs) I, see, this is Gus last year in a ball game. He scored 63 points. This year in a ball game, he scored 17 uh, offensive points, you know. <laughs> I mean, yep. explain that to me. So, I don't know. I know Minnesota had a pretty solid team, but still, you're favored by eight points. So, uh, just going over
0: some stats here, uh, Minnesota's quarterback uh, – Morgan he was nineteen for twenty nine, two hundred seventy yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Bo Nix seventeen and twenty six, hundred seventy six yards, one touchdown. And
1: yeah, Bo Nix wasn't bad. Yeah, I about to say he, he didn't, didn't have make a, mistakes. A bad game. No, I mean it was just the offensive play calling, and we don't have an identity. Yeah. Um. Almond fumbled the ball
0: twice, lost one of them. Mm, yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, there's no just like, the biggest the biggest disappointment on these stats is the rushing to me, just a team total of 56. You're, Auburn's not going to win that way.
1: No. And the- yeah, I I mean, and Gus should know this by now, I mean, his, when Auburn's been successful, it's when they've had 1,000-yard rushers, and they've had a quarterback that runs for a lot of yards, too. I mean, I go back to the same thing with Nick Marshall, and and how great that's that was his of course is then you go back to cam you know when he has quarterbacks that can also run the ball that fits in best with his offense and Bo can run the ball but he doesn't get enough opportunity there's not enough read options so i don't know i mean when we can't run the ball there's just we have no chance so you think he would know that by now but i think he just forgets everything that happened in the past game he just he makes the same mistakes over and over again.
0: I just hate hearing his after game press conferences because it's oh gosh, it's just so many excuses. It's excuses and nonsense is all you hear. And good on the on some of the reporters there for asking for some tough questions cuz Yeah, he's been asked a few times now if he feels like he's uh wasted this defense because of this offense and,
1: and Oh, without a doubt. I hope he said yes, but I know he didn't. No, of course, so, he,
0: he always says, uh, no, we, I can't, I don't remember the exact quote. I don't have it here in front of me, but he said, uh, this. you know, this season wasn't a waste. He thought it was a, a good yeah. season overall, and that, uh, you know, he's still still building this program the way he wants it. It's like, man, you've been there for so many years now. How is this thing not built? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, really. Well, see, so how does, it's like, how you does he the, not? got like
0: you got the Birmingham Highway construction guys working on it out there. Like, why is it taking so long?
1: Yeah. That was a good one. I mean, <laughs> I it was like, good. how does he not agree with wasting the defense when, So you lose to LSU. You hold LSU to their lowest total all season, 23. You don't win that game. You hold Georgia to 21 points. Oh, you don't win that game. And you hold Florida to, what was it, 23, 24 points, and you don't win that game. I mean, what else can you ask from the defense?
0: Do you expect to see him kind of uh, hand the keys over to Chad Morris next year? Do you think he'll maintain the play caller duties?
1: Uh, how about a heck no, he won't? You unless don't think he there's, will. No, knowing him. But unless there's some other voices saying like, hey, how about you be a head coach and let yeah. the offensive coordinator you just hired, who's was an OC for Clemson when they've had some good years, let him be an O.C. Do his job. And you be a head coach. You've got a great D.C. Who's done a great job these past three seasons. Now you have a, a decent O.C. Let him do his job. Just be a head coach. I wish he could do that. But the problem is he's so... It, it's got to be in his hands. He's like, this is mine. It's my offense. I want to run it my way. So. Chad Morris will just be like the... Uh, Scapegoat, you know, if things don't go right. Yeah, I could, I could kind of see that as well. Um,
0: which isn't what you know? It's not what you want. I, I'd like. I don't know. This, I feel like this was Gus's shot to prove that he was still that awesome offensive guru, and he <laughs> blew it hardcore.
1: Yeah. Oh, he blew it. Yeah.
0: Aaron, so, what do you I what mean. do you expect to see out of Auburn in the future? Yeah. Oh, me? Yeah,
2: you. Oh, I expected to go the same way for two more years until they actually fire him. Next year they'll I win 7-8. No, they'll win 1-7. They'll win 8, maybe 9. Because they got to dip back down. Because Alabama will beat them again. And then... Yeah, and then it will just keep repeating, and then he'll finally get fired, and then yeah. we'll see.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a pretty safe bet. <laughs> I, mean, I don't,
2: <laughs> That's pretty much just that's going to be.
0: <laughs> I believe Justin is breaking up. But you guys should hear him perfectly.
2: I don't hear him at all.
0: Justin, you... Hmm. Well, let's hit pause real quick while I figure out what's going on with Justin. We'll be right back, guys. All right, we are back. Justin is back. I am back. It's a little bit of a, a break there because I forgot to find my mismanager stories. Don't worry. Ooh. Because I got them now. I got them.
2: So I'm the only prepared one?
0: You're the only prepared one. Change. Yeah, it is a change.
2: 2020. That's new, <laughs> <me>. new year, <laughs>
0: <laughs> New no year, prepared Aaron. All right, guys, you ready for the for uh for the segment? I sure am.
2: Um, did you grab anything when you walked out the door? I Nothing but two tortino's to- to- pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggie, and we left. I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything, died in the house, I'm, I got scared, I dropped my hot pocket. Here's like an actual customer out here, uh, what's, uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy?
1: And now, it's time for mismanagers.
0: Alright, so my first I story guess. here. Oh, that's okay, Aaron, you can interrupt me, would you like to interrupt me some more?
2: Uh, I was just answering your question. I oh, was okay. going to say, yeah, I guess. Well, why did you, you wait response? until
0: after the theme song to say yes, Aaron? You sat there and <laughs> listened to that 30-second theme song.
2: No, I didn't because you plugged that in at the end every time. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody knows that, too.
0: <laughs> All right, this first one comes from Fox News. Texas boy sets front yard on fire after getting magnifying glass for Christmas, family says. I'm not going to read this entire one because it basically says everything in the title. So this ki- this family in Texas on Christmas, their house went, their yard went up in flames because of their a 12-year-old boy decided to use a magnifying glass for something other than reading. No one uses a magnifying glass for reading. Everybody burns ants with them. Interior designer Nisa Lynn Parsons shared on Facebook how her family's Christmas day was memorable to say the least after her 12-year-old son used the magnifying glass he received as a present to light things on fire. Caden asked for a magnifying glass for Christmas, Parsons said in a video on Facebook. We thought, oh, he wants to magnify something. No, he wanted to see if he can make fire with it. And he did.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Uh, the, there's a video, apparently, you can watch of, and their yard is burnt to a crisp. Like, the whole yard's black. You can look it up on, uh, on Fox.com. So says, uh, your
2: grass.
0: Yeah, that's true. He's doing him a favor, if anything.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's like in a nice suburb, too, where he'd like...
2: He's going to make the HOA require you to burn your grass <laughs> once <yeah>. a year. Because <laughs> he's going to look so much better than the neighbors.
0: <laughs> she said, that, this is a quote from Parson, Everything was under control until the boys came running into the house, telling us that a corner of the lawn was on fire, and the Christmas lights were melting. Jeez. Just enough. I rushed outside <laughs> to see the entire front lawn turning black.
2: It's so bad. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: Yeah, they said they had a bunch of people from all around the neighborhood coming out to throw water onto the yard, and uh, yeah, pretty pretty funny. Should have known better yeah. than get your twelve year old a a magnifying glass.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows they're such deadly weapons. Yeah, especially twelve year olds.
0: We still have Justin. Haven't, we haven't heard him talk.
2: What do you mean you
1: haven't heard me talk?
0: He's not here. I just heard him. So, did you hear him? Yeah. Yeah, That's I'm mass. here. I wish I could hear him. Oh, I heard him. He said, I'm, I'm
3: here. I'm here, I'm Justin. <laughs> I'm here, guys.
0: Next one. UPI.com. Australia couple finds 10-foot python in their Christmas tree.
1: Oof! <laughs> <no>. Heck no.
0: <laughs> so uh, this is pretty average stuff for Australia, I imagine, but... I can't tell you the go last ahead. time I found a 10-foot python in our Christmas tree. Our Christmas movies are about finding squirrels in our trees, not giant snakes.
2: How do you just find that in your Christmas tree, though? Because I think people underestimate like how big a 10-foot python actually is. And for it to just be hiding inside of a tree, that's quite a large Christmas tree.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we go. I'm going to read it for us. Leanne Chapman of Brisbane said she and her partner returned to their home in the Hithgate Hill area Thursday afternoon and noticed the birds on the balcony were acting unusually distressed. <laughs>
2: what? No, that's not. Nobody just noticed and yeah, they right? reported to the police. Our birds they weren't singing as much. Something was wrong.
1: I can't believe someone a
0: quote because Chapman, of that. She told Seven News. My partner's gone out. My partner's gone out there was actually videoing them because they were going mad. As he turned around and stepped back, he didn't realize he was leaning on the Christmas tree with a snake wrapped around it. She said they were both stunned when they spotted the serpent. Uh, it was a bit of a shock to begin with, she said. You don't really expect to see a snake in your Christmas tree. I guess not. It's a good analysis. To begin right with,
2: there. and then it just got all better, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: The couple said they left the snake alone and left it on its own accord after a few hours. What? After a few hours they just left it alone?
2: Yeah, I would have left it alone because I got the heck out of there. Listen to but this. i call somebody.
0: After the initial shock wore off, it was really a beautiful snake, Chapman said. It was actually Yo, okay. quite nice to see it that close up because I've never seen anything like it before.
2: Here's Google. That's all you need, brother. No. All right. Australians built different. I don't
0: know. They are. They they're out in the elements all the time. And this is the last one. Uh, this comes from Sky News. Everything's Christmas themed right now. The holidays just wrapping up. Um, this one though, not so much. Angry tortoise rescued after starting house fire in Essex. Okay. Wait.
1: Say that again. <laughs>
0: an angry tortoise has been rescued from a house fire after setting the place ablaze oh my god I thought 40... you
2: said arrested <laughs> I was like this is I a may have said arrested <laughs> how do you arrest a tortoise Get hands
3: behind your shelf <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: The 45-year-old reptile knocked a heat lamp onto his bedding, which caught a light. It filled the house near Uddlesford in Essex with smoke on Christmas Day at around 4.50 p.m. So does Christmas Day. Never mind. Neighbors heard the fire alarm and called 999, scrambling firefighters. They put the blaze out and rescued the unnamed shell dweller. (laughs) Oh, well, they said it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Essex County Fire and Rescue Service said, quote, might look angry. Gary Wayne, watch manager at Great Dun- Dunmo Fire Station, said, "This incident just shows how important it is to have smoke alarms on every level of your home. Even if you're not home, they will alert anyone close by to the first sight of fire." Jeez. This this tortoise had a very lucky Christmas day. He is 45 years young, and will now hopefully continue to live a long and happy life thanks to working smoke alarms.
1: Yep, let <laughs> it go, smoke alarms.
0: How mad would you be if your turtle burned your house down?
1: I'd be pissed. That turtle is getting killed. It's done for.
2: Uh, I'd be very pissed because it wouldn't be my turtle. <laughs> um, <laughs> after hearing this, I will no longer have turtles so it won't be my turtle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You will no longer have turtles. You already had turtles. You're getting them out of here.
2: Actually, uh, I, I did have a turtle when I was little. Uh, his name was Smokey. So that's Smoking a oh
0: my yeah that's a weird coincidence yeah sure. I had a turtle I gave it to her friend Emily and um, she lost it under her bed for oh. about four months and then oh one day gosh. it crawled out and it was fine <laughs> <Yeah>. what <Okay. laughs> hey no way <laughs> so yeah it was weird but it happened anyways I think that's the show Justin I still can't hear you but I'd like it to re- like you to wrap it up for us
1: can you hear me now.
2: I'm going to take that as a no. He cannot hear you now. Okay, well, okay,
0: well, I'm going to wrap it up for us. Justin has gone AWOL. <laughs> Aaron, can you hear, hear me? Uh, Thank you.
2: Yes, I can hear both of you just fine. Oh,
0: okay. well, I still can't hear Justin, but uh, if Justin wants to do it, let him, please
1: go ahead. All no right, sponsor well, thank- this week, by the way. What's the sponsor?
2: What is the sponsor, Nick?
1: <laughs> no sponsor. Oh yeah, no, so sponsor! Well, yeah, I, haven't, she, I haven't been out there selling. I haven't been on the streets in a while. Yeah, I need to get back what out the heck? There. What the heck are y'all doing? Sponsors? How about you sponsor this show? It's the best thing you've ever seen. Jeez, I can guarantee I hope a they loss. Can't
2: see this? That bring a whole new element. <laughs> I can't um,
1: hear anything you're saying. I'm sure it's quality <laughs> stuff. Well, thank you to uh, the sponsors we have had this season. Uh, y'all are all great and do fantastic things for your community so thank you Um, thank you for listening Uh, I hope y'all have had a great start to your new year so far I hope you had a great new year celebration Um, and I hope you have a great year in your sports team your life I hope everything goes well Uh, now our website is the game you can easily access our podcast by just clicking right on it and boom you can listen to it right then right there in your car at your house anywhere you want to watch it uh you can also find us i hear i laughing so something funny something. i mean it's not really funny <laughs> could, at Pod, facebook i I'd have no idea instagram
2: we should start
3: doing that yeah nick <laughs> is a
1: complete idiot because he's interrupting me right now so he should shut his mouth Thank you, and uh, Twitter, and then you can hit us up on with an email at the Game Managers Pod at gmail dot com. If you want to send us some questions, send us some uh, good reviews. We would love that. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon. We have great uh, game reviews on there. Just us messing around. They suck, but it's also funny to watch. Uh, you should subscribe to us on YouTube. You can also access access us there. And then leave a nice review on Facebook. That would really make our day, and it really makes us look very good. So thank you. Uh, oh, and t-shirts. Don't forget your t-shirts. They're great. Nick loves them. They're soft. I've felt all over them before, and it's the softest thing I've ever felt. So you should try that sometime. Oh, and then always watch out for giveaways. We're always doing those, and you can win cool stuff, and it's easy. You just comment on post, like it, and then maybe you will get chosen. So we'll see. But thank you again for listening, and I hope you have a great new year. All right,
0: nice.
1: what would your final words be, Aaron?
0: I oh, I, was... I can hear him. I just heard. What's your final words, Aaron? Are we killing him?
2: <laughs> got your
0: <any> last words, dude. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, this will be my last episode. <laughs> All right, I'll Nick. Seeing... <laughs> I'll be seeing you. <laughs> Nick, you got I any final knows. words?
0: Uh, yeah, um, just tell my family I love them. <laughs> Uh, Justin has this at gunpoint. And uh, thank you for listening through the outro
1: every week, as I know every one of you do. Yes, thank you so, <laughs> so much. I know this is absolutely pointless because nobody makes it this far, but thank you. And have a great week. And War Eagle, anyways. Oh, 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 I should say, next week, oh. we'll be
0: back, uh, obviously, but we'll be back to do the National Championship preview. And we're going to do our awards show. Justin may have said this in the outro. I wouldn't know because I couldn't hear him.
1: I did not say that.
0: Excellent. So, yeah, we're going to
1: have special awards for everyone.
0: Uh, I bet you can't guess who's going to get the haircut. So, yeah, every single uh, participant in the college football uh, landscape this past year, from players to <clears throat> water boys to athletic directors not, to reporters, every single one of them will leave with an award. It will be a four-month event, and we're going to get through every single one of them.
2: Longer than that. Jeez.
0: Anyways, yeah, we'll be back next week with that, so stay tuned.
1: So, thank you.
0: Have a great week.